Welcome to another episode of the Project Hourglass podcast. Of course, this is your host, Sean, and today I'm here to help you with one of the subjects that one of my clients have actually asked me because she was worried about not making progress if she wasn't in the gym. So maybe you're someone who is somewhat of a seasoned veteran and you're trying to find out how many times you should train or you're trying to find something that is going to help you out because your life has started to change. Maybe you have kids, maybe you have a different job, maybe you live in a different area. Maybe you're someone who's brand new and you just don't know what to do either. And you're trying to find out what is the best situation for you to be able to build that hourglass body, to build uh, muscle, lean muscle, build more confidence, and also get stronger too. Either way, no matter what we do, or either of those situations, I'm gonna help you out and actually tell you what's gonna help you through. Now, before I need to do any of that, of course, I need to tell you a little bit more about myself and where I find myself kind of stuck in this situation. So this one time when I first started training, I was roughly around 19, and just like you listening to this episode, I wanted to be in the best position to be you know, fitter and stronger and basically build as much muscle as possible. Now, I was obviously quite skinny and I was bullied as well. So a lot of the fuel that I had to kind of get me going was actually based around insecurity because people kept commenting about how skinny I was. They treated me so, oh, they said rude things to me and that kind of filled me to make sure that I could actually train. So when we're doing these things, we want to find out how can we actually make ourselves work further and further forward? So when it comes to this particular part, I want to say that if you train every single day like I did, you may find yourself getting sore, tired, sick, aches and achy joints as well. These are all gonna happen to you eventually unless you understand what I'm about to show with you right now. So without any more delay really, I'm gonna first paint this picture in your mind about how much training you can actually do. And this analogy is gonna help quite a few people and hopefully this will help you out too. So if we had seven glasses of, sorry, we had seven cups and that's to represent seven days of the week and we had a total amount of water in a jug and let's just say it's one liter. If you were to fill up each of these days and all seven days of this, the amount that's actually going to help you, sorry, the, the amount that's actually gonna fill up, should I say, that is only gonna be so much for seven days. But if you were to say fill up only three or four glasses, you would actually be able to fill more glasses up and you would have something completely empty. This is actually what we call, or this is actually a, an idea of how you can kind of distribute how much training you can do in a week. You can either do seven days a week and do minimal amounts, and this will still give you the progress that you need, or you could do four days or three days and actually give more effort, so to speak, and fill up those cups some more. Now, you're probably wondering yourself, why is this gonna be useful for me? And why should I know this? Oh, I, brought, I touched on it a little bit early before, and I said, if you train too much, you will find yourself actually getting less results because your body doesn't recover. The second thing is, you may also start to agitate any joints because of overuse. And the last thing is, you may actually start to affect what we call your nervous system, which is where all the benefits actually arrive from. And if you're gonna do this, this is also gonna help, or well, this is also going to, sorry, suppress your immune system. So you might get sick more often too. Now, what I always tell people is, you need to find out what is the optimal versus the maximal. And when I'm talking about optimal versus maximal, you could train every single day 
and you could find amazing results. But if you were do, to do this, how long would this last? This is one of the biggest things I try and teach people. If you keep doing it for a very long time, then that means you need to find the optimal amount, not the maximum amount. Now, if we're going back to that analogy that I was talking about, we're not talking about the one liter now, maybe you're talking about two liters or three liters of water to try and distribute across seven glasses throughout the week, then this is something that only experienced people start to learn because experienced people can handle what we call more volume. Once again, more water in each cup or more cups filled up throughout the week. So if you are somewhat of a beginner, understand that you're probably gonna start with like one liter worth of water to try and fill up across those seven cups. If you're somewhat of an intermediate, you might have two liters to spread across those seven cups. And if you're super, super advanced, you might be someone who has three or four liters to fill up across those seven cups. And that's what you're going to see when it comes to optimal amount of training days. Now, there are other things that we can take into consideration, which I have absolutely no metaphors for, but it's also looking into how you split those training days. So forgive me if I don't have anything that you can visualize, but just imagine if you say you did an upper body day and it was a really hard upper body day, the next workout on a Tuesday probably won't be an upper body day. You benefit from having a lower body day and possibly a rest on a Wednesday to repeat that cycle upper, lower, upper, lower. Other splits that you may find as well include a really common one, which is push, pull, legs and rest because each of these muscles have enough to rest before you bring it up again. But one of the things I actually wanna bring out to a lot of people who may not understand this is that you actually grow or you see the benefits of training not in the gym. You actually get a lot of the benefits of the gym outside of the gym. And let me explain in more detail. So if you keep going to the gym, you're going to be tearing these muscle fibers. You're going to be pushing a lot of strain on your muscles essentially, and also your joints too. Now don't get me wrong, they do get stronger, but they don't do that in the gym. When you're in the gym, it's actually you kind of like paying money for it to happen, and then you get your reimbursement, your reimbursement back afterwards. It's like in compound interest. You don't get it instantly, you get it afterwards. So where do you actually get the most of this recovery from your training? You only get the most of this recovery from your training from when you sleep. And this is why sleep is so much more important. Now, I, I say this all the time. I myself used to train so hard, but also sleep really bad. And I didn't understand when my lecturers said this in uni, it's not about how hard you train, because to, to a certain extent, a lot of people can train really hard, but it's actually about how well do you recover? So what kind of things are we looking at when you can recover? Of course, you wanna still be active, so I'm not saying be a couch potato and sit and eat Pringles all day, as good as that may sound, that's not going to help you recover. So what we're talking about, rather than just sitting on the couch, why not get a bit of a foam roll going? Why not go for a bit of a stretch? Why not catch up with one of your friends and see how she's going and have a cup of coffee, whatever it might be. Keep your hydration up as well. That's a really good idea. Now, if you are thinking, what if I want to still work with say some fat loss because that happens to be your goal? Then you can always do some low intense steady state work. And to be honest, I tell a lot of ladies, if this happens to be your goal, don't try and do some HIIT training. Don't try and uh, absolutely annihilate your body. Work with it. So 
Steps is a really good way. Low intense steady state um, cardio is a really good way just so that you can make sure that you always have enough for the next training session because that's where you get the most. Kind of like the analogy when I tell people, if you deprive yourself of carbohydrates, but you're expecting a really great performance in the workout in the gym, but when you do that, you have no carbohydrates, it becomes a negative feedback every single time. It's the same thing with what happens here with training. If you train really, really hard, and the next day you train really, really, really hard, and you do another session expecting it to be really, really hard, eventually, what we call is that fatigue, it starts to build up and you don't get such of a great effect that you wish. And you wish that you actually had a rest instead so that you can actually give it all in your next workout or next training session. If you are thinking about trying to train really hard every single time as well, then you need to understand eventually throughout the week, that's going to catch up. So one of my favorite things I love doing if I wanna see really good results, and I actually did this earlier in the year, and believe me when I say, the amount that you think that you need to have to shape and define your body versus what you actually need are two different things. So if you think you need it up here, honestly, it just needs to be here. And I did this myself. And what I'm talking about is training every single day for about 20 to 25 minutes. And I don't mean like circuit style training. I'm talking about two exercises. I did them as heavy as I could with about 60 to 90 seconds rest. And I just continued on doing that every single day, alternating certain muscles with others. So an example, I actually did a Bulgarian split squat with 10 to 15 reps on one leg, did on the other leg, did that for three sets, roughly around 75 seconds. Once I did that, I moved on to a chin up or a pull up or a lat pull down. Same concept, three sets, 10 to 15 reps, and enough to push myself to close to failure, but not enough to hurt myself. Once I did that for about three sets, that would actually be it. And it sounds really shocking, but if I were to do that six days a week, that is absolutely more beneficial than you just trying to annihilate yourself and then not being able to keep something consistent for your training. So believe me when I say there's multiple ways to be able to shape your body and define it, but making sure you understand what recovery is, the amount that you need to actually shape and define your body is not as high as you may think. And as long as you train hard and give quality effort to each movement, you're gonna be absolutely fine. And I hope this helps you out. So in summary, all I'm gonna say is, make sure you understand that you don't need to train every single day to make it hard. I don't know where this may have came from. For me personally, I learned these from bodybuilders thinking you had to train every single day. But honestly, those rest days, super important. That's where you get the most benefit. That's where your muscles start to actually shape and define because you've done the work in the gym. The second thing is to make sure you actually recover. Recovery is more than just sitting on the couch though. That's stretching, that's foam rolling, that's doing some low intense steady state cardio, including walking, biking if you need to, hiking is a really good idea as well. And then probably one thing I didn't touch base on was actually hitting your nutrition goals. If you hit your nutrition goals while sleeping, while making sure you have good training sessions, this is actually gonna give you the better result in the long term. So hopefully you take this on board. I believe that only one or two people who are listening to this will actually do this because they still believe that they need to thrash their body and I'm not sure why that has to be the case. And I'm not sure why you wouldn't listen to me. This is free advice maybe. Maybe it's the fact that you don't believe me, but all I can say is why would I lie? Anyway, that's all for today's episode. I hope you really appreciated it. 
If you found this useful, please do me a massive favor and head over to any app that you listen to for podcasts and search up Project Hourglass and just give me a five-star review or anything that you think this podcast is deserving of. I just want to make sure that this gets to the right ears of the right ladies so that they don't feel like they have to go into extreme diets, they don't feel like they have to do extreme training sessions, but just find something that works well, that is manageable, and also, might I say, working well with your lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, perfect is overrated. What we're looking for is a practical way to transform. I hope you all take care, have a great day, and say I'll see you in the next episode. I do apologize for today's episode. It was a bit of a mess. I was my, I had my tongue tied in pretty much every single way, but this is raw, this is live. I hope you enjoyed it all. I'll see you in the next one.